0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 278th episode of the Pokemon Podcast Live! (laughs) And already a disaster, the man that speaks over me constantly, Will.
1: Oh, and the things I have seen this weekend, my eyes will never unsee. Wow. But I get to see you guys, which I never usually do.
0: The
2: The meme lord and one and only Travis... It's weird how much more nervous I am always about live shows than when we just record this, because the people who listen, or watch rather, live is a smaller portion than the people who listen after the fact, so I really should be nervous all of the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, myself, I, I don't know why I did this backwards, I am SBJ, the host and creator of the Pokemon podcast. See, now I'm going into like my panel mode, it's like... Let me tell you about my show yeah, it's and while kind you're of, here. It's kind
1: of like a panel.
0: Yeah, a little bit. This is to celebrate our seven years of being a podcast. So just like all live shows, we probably won't be paying too much attention to the chat since we'll be focusing on doing the episodes. So at least for people who are not here, people who are listening to podcasts, it sounds like a normal podcast. Minus the fact we are doing this live, if audio levels are a little weird, please let me know, and I will get those adjusted let's let's dive into some Pokemon news. Did I miss anything
1: Pokemon news wise or just about life in general
0: oh, about life in general
1: um I don't know. Have you had a nice weekend?
0: Yeah, it was all right. I mean it was mostly like setting up this this whole weekend and getting ready for Gen con
1: oh, that's in three days and I was at Otakon all weekend, so I have done nothing to get ready.
0: Khan on top of Khan.
1: Con. cons on is, top. Of I con.
2: don't, mm-hmm. I don't know either anything about either. But is it is that con that you just mentioned? The Otakon? Otakon Otakon is that supposed to be the same name as the character from Metal Gear Solid? No,
1: it A-con. is uh, specifically for uh, otaku people who love Japanese Got pop it. culture, and it is cosplay capital of the world right now
2: oh that's fun
1: you didn't see my picture of the uh young lady who had dressed up as um magikarp jump because i thought that would be oh no i'm never (laughs) on the internet actually i did see that (laughs) never
0: on the internet oh also if you if you tweet with the hashtag pkmencast it'll show up on stream eventually it's a little slow but it gets there news for you guys let's start off with the big news i guess I did a little mini podcast about this on Anchor, so I don't know. I I like that app a lot, but it's I have a love hate relationship with it. Dusk form lichen rock evolution shown off. Not the the in between between midnight form and midday form. I'll just read this off bubble bubble Bulb- news here real quick. More information about Duskform Lycanroc. The new form of Lycanroc in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon has been revealed. Duskform Lycanroc is a rock type Pokemon and has the ability Tough Claws. Additionally, as revealed in Korakora, it can learn both Excel Rock, the signature move of midday form, and Counter, a move associated with midnight form. Only a special rec- Rockruff can evolve into Form Lycanroc. Neither special Rockruff nor Form Lycanroc can be attained during normal gameplay. A special Rockruff that can evolve into Form Lycanroc will be available in Pokemon Sun and Moon via the Nintendo Network from November 17th to January 10th, 2018. It cannot be obtained in the original Sun and Moon. Oh, you you can't transfer it? Maybe?
1: Well, no, you have to say these things because it's an audio podcast. Even though we're looking at each other,
0: yeah. There's no, there's no transferring. Isn't what is it? Um, Mega latios and cor- latios. Can I correct
1: something? Yeah. One, one little thing. Dusk comes between daytime and nighttime. It does not come between nighttime and daytime. I don't want you to confuse our younger listeners.
0: Did I say that?
1: Yes. I just read you the said press it's Between release. midnight form. You said it's no before that. You said it's between oh. midnight form and midday form. And I'm like, mm mm, it's between midday form and midnight form. We're gonna get dawn like and rock.
2: Th- that would be dawn form, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more of <laughs> Do you think we're going to get both? Do you think they're gonna add two yes. and they just haven't announced yes. dawn? Oh, form? you think they're gonna for do For Super dawn?
1: ultra sun and moon.
2: No, no, su-
0: <laughs> I don't think we're getting a for max
2: sun and moon potion. Super,
0: super... Sun and Moon, but do you think there actually is going to be a Dawn form? I guess I didn't really think of it.
2: Yes. I doubt it, because usually when there's that sort of thing, they would announce both of them at the same time. Mm. Because I think they did that for Lycan Rock originally. I think they, when they originally announced it, they announced that it had two forms, yes. for instance. I
0: heard... I didn't hear. I saw some complaints on Slack. The fact that you cannot obtain this by regular means... Obviously, you need it through a uh, promotion. Let's say you buy the game in February. It doesn't seem like you have any way of getting Dusk Form Lycanroc because the promotion ends January 10th. Uh huh. So now those people can't get this Pokemon.
1: Okay. When Black and White originally came out, the only way to get Zoroark was with the little card from the movie, yep. right? So. People who hadn't seen the movie couldn't get a Zoroark. Well, unless you had a friend who would breed you one, but I had no friends back then. I didn't even know what the internet was.
2: But the moral, but the end of that story is then there are, eventually, there are multiple ways to get that Pokemon, so, right? It, same with Victini, where you could only get Victini at the beginning, at the release of Black and White with the Victini event that everyone had, but then later there were other ways of getting Victini, and I imagine it's going to be the same Yeah, here. but
1: they also didn't say that this is not breedable. It may be breedable. You just can't get the original.
2: Go back to
0: Zoroark. That was you could get Zorura in black and white. Could you not? Nope. No.
2: But no, it was you breedable. Had to have... Yeah. Yes.
0: But this is this is more of a Ash Greninja situation minus the evolution.
1: <sighs> could it be possibly? I mean, let's see how it turns out.
0: Yeah, um, it could be. There has never, there hasn't been a Pokemon where they have only done it once. Well, I guess like McGearna, but that's right because McGearna's not even two years old. Yeah, true. Travis, give me some competitive insight here.
2: Cool boy.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> are we talking? Are we talking Excel Rock? Because that is a pretty yeah, good I'm move. yeah. I'm talking Excel Rock. Um, and why doesn't priority? Why doesn't
0: Midnight Form have a, a a move? It says counter, which is associated, but that's not exclusive like yeah, I Excel mean, Rock is.
2: I mean there are a lot of examples of uh, there are a lot of examples of that, right? Like uh Oranguru and uh, Pissimian are sort of marketed as being like two sides of the same coin. Oranguru has a signature move in the form of shoot what is that one called Tutor? It's the one Something that, like that uh Tutor that forces the, that forces the target to repeat their move. Whereas Pissimian doesn't have a signature move and it, it's the thing that it's that the marketing materials say that it has that gives it you know its edge is uh, is a signature ability. So they're like weird examples of one Pokemon has one thing and one Pokemon might not, even though they're marketed as being two sides of the same coin. And so that's kind of the case with uh, Midnight and Midday forms of Lycanroc. Uh, and Excel Rock is a very good move because having a Same type attack bonus move that's priority is always very good. And
1: that move would actually be called Instruct.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Yep. Are we going to get a third monkey? Orangutan, I guess?
2: Ape? Oh, probably not. I mean, maybe. I don't know.
1: That doesn't sound right to me, no.
2: Because that would be a whole, that would be an additional species. And I don't think we've seen evidence of actual, like, new Pokemon. In these games, we've seen new forms, oh, right! But we haven't seen evidence yeah. of capital N, capital P, new Pokemon. Because this,
0: is this isn't adding a new Pokemon to the Pokedex. Correct.
2: Right.
1: And it's kind of like like or- Oranguru and, ugh, that's so hard to say, Oranguru and Passimian are kind of like Miltank <laughs> and Tauros in the Alolan Pokedex, where they show right. up on the same page, even though they're different Pokemons.
0: You right. guys
2: like the way this Lycanroc looks? Uh, it... <laughs> Not really. I mean, I I think the other two forms are more have more striking designs, and I I can see what they're going for in the other two designs. Whereas this one, I must be missing some some element well, of its design because it's it it specifically supposed to. Yeah, it must be know.
1: halfway between both. Right. So it's got a larger mane that's closer to midnight form, but it's still kind of in a doggy form like midday form. So just like like fifty fifty, a little bit of a.
2: No half-measures, uh, no. Will. It's go big if or go If I was home. designing
1: Pokemon, there would be no Rock Dusk form.
2: <laughs> Glad to know we're on the same side here.
0: I like it. It's uh, pure rock form, did I say that?
1: Yes. No. Probably. Yes, no, you did not.
0: <laughs> I feel like I might have. Does that matter at all, <laughs> Travis and competitive? Just pure rock?
2: I mean, typing always matters in that it determines... Informs where to start if you're trying to counter it, I suppose, and it also determines what same type of attack bonus you get, so it's important. But it's difficult to say what h- how this Pokemon would operate without seeing its full move pool and base stats. And that's but really but all the it.
1: final lycanroc Rock forms are rock only, right?
0: So yeah, that's right. So it's like not surprising. Oh yeah. really? For some reason, I thought Midnight Form was. Rock dark, no. It looks. I mean, like that it. would only make sense, right?
1: It's actually rock roll.
0: Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Don't do this. <laughs> Pokemon returns to theaters this fall. Article off Polygon by Allegra Frank. Here, Pokemon's twentieth movie. Pokemon I Choose You will receive an international theatrical run this November. The much anticipated film will screen for 2 days in theaters around the world, the Pokemon company has announced, giving longtime Pokemon lovers a rare opportunity to see the franchise once again on the big screen. This will debut November 5th and 6th when the film plays throughout US and everywhere else. Phantom Phantom Events who is co-producing the screenings hasn't announced when tickets will be open for pre-order, but keep a lookout for them. Although Pokemon films have sporadically appeared in theaters since 2009, the last featured film to get anything close to a wide theatrical release was the 2002 Pokemon Heroes.
1: Oh, I mean, I guess if you say wide theatrical release, because I certainly saw right. the black, uh, and white. black and white movie in the theater. Yeah.
0: I think it wasn't super wide yeah, of a release. Yeah, that was very though. limited. I think that was twenty-four theaters.
1: Don't ask me. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't that was see real it. Good. I mean, you've seen it since, would, right? Oh heavens, no! Why I would I do not that? say that? it's, it's really, real good. good. I mean, it's no Celebi movie, but it's enjoyable. I enjoy. it. I like black and white. I liked seeing my favorite characters do stuff. I mean, I, as the movies would do. I enjoyed
0: the movie in the theaters. It was it was fun. It's not like I was going to rush out and
2: buy it on VHS after, after it premiered. Hopefully not. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Do you have the new uh, Pocket Monsters film on Betamax? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Do you have any Laserdisc copies? Please and thank you. <laughs> Do you have any ultraviolet digital copies of Pocket Monsters?
0: I know the answer for both of you. I'm going to say, are you guys planning on seeing this? Travis is going to say no. Will's going to say yes.
2: Well, the- Travis, you go first. We're, uh, just so I'm, I'm clear, because I was looking up something for Pokemon of the Week when you started. This is the upcoming movie that's like inspired by the original few episodes, right? Yes. We're talking that movie. I might see it. I mean, full theatrical run means it's probably going to play in a theater near where I am. Uh, so that's a plus. And I don't know. Like, even though I'm not a, su- I'm not like a Gen One or type person and i don't i'm also not the type of person that says like the first season of the anime is the only good one i'm not that person either but uh it it looks like a different direction in the film franchise and so it's at least interest why is my computer making a noise right now it at least looks like a different direction in the franchise which is interesting to me the animation looks different um i don't know it seems like they're going for something different which has piqued my interest
1: I am planning on being at a Cardfight Vanguard competition in Honolulu, Hawaii, at the t- on that one particular ah. weekend.
2: Really? So it was actually yes. the reverse of what you thought, Steve. I said yes, yeah. and Will said no. Well, no, nuked.
1: I still may try to go in Hawaii. If it's showing in Hawaii, I will, I will try to go, but it's like, I'm, I'm going to be at a Vanguard competition, so that's going to be tricky. Because it, I'm going there for Vanguard.
0: It would be very <laughs> ironic if they don't show the movie in the country that the no. last games <laughs> were <was> based <laughs> off.
1: The country. The country of Hawaii. Yes. If, if only we could restore Hawaiian independence. The, the, wow. The
0: county of Hawaii. Go. Oh. It's a whole state. It is. Got a little bit of Pokemon Go news here. Ultra rare shiny Pikachu released in Pokemon Go. Well, that's fun. After this is off Eurogamer, after Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos, Pokemon Go has released its latest limited edition creature, Pikachu. Shiny Pikachu, and it's only in Japan in the Pokemon games, each species of creatures has an incredibly rare alternative color version. To date, the only other shiny that has officially been released in Pokemon Go is Shiny Magikarp, which therefore can evolve into Shiny Gyarados. Shiny Pikachu version is a little more subtle, subtle, has a slightly sunburnt coloration. And Shiny Pikachu can, of course, evolve into Shiny Raichu. Shiny Pichu is also now in the game files, but it has not been hatched by anyone yet. I want to clarify that we don't even know if it's hatchable. Shiny Pikachu right. is currently spawning in Japan at the Yokohama-based Pokemon Go Park event, timed to coincide with the country's annual Pikachu Outbreak Festival. There is no word yet on it whether Shiny Pikachu will might appear on these shores, these shores bearing Europe, but right now Europe has both Kangaskhan and Unknown spawning due to the Pokemon Safari Zone.
2: Remind me how the shiny Magikarp coincided with the water event, right? Yes, that's one. And it was just like it. There was nothing. Uh, there, there wasn't like a puzzle you had to do to get it. It was just like occasionally you would see a shiny Magikarp. Yeah, yeah.
0: So Pokemon Go has done a couple special Pokemon like birthday hat Pikachu, Santa hat Pikachu. What was the last one? Something hat Ash hat. Ash the
1: hat. Be po- careful, Pikachu. Pokemon trainer uh, from the cartoon Hat Pikachu.
0: And they did the Shiny Magikarp. Shiny Magikarp was the only one that stayed around after the event ended. The three uh. Hat Pikachu went away. I have yet to find a Shiny Magikarp. Irene found a Shiny Magikarp right outside her work. She but- has one.
1: There's a Magikarp that literally spawns... I'm looking at it. There's a one that spawns behind <laughs> my house at, like, in whatever the spawn rate is. Um, There's one particular location that always spawns a Magikarp. So if I just sit here in my dining room and wait, eventually... Statistics says I must.
0: Well, you have to click on it because it's not shiny on the map.
1: No, I know. I catch okay. all the Magikarps.
2: Yeah, he's not a noob, Steve.
1: <laughs> Although I'm not sure because, like, I don't, like... My most common spawns when I'm out, Pokemon going, uh, are Centret, Spinnerack, and Hoot. Hoot. And uh, those are should everywhere. I just keep grabbing those? Should I just keep grabbing them, or should I like just say not going to waste a Pokeball on you, buddy? If you want
0: the Stardust, I, I don't know what that does. It powers powers up your Pokemon. <laughs>
2: Maybe I mean, maybe he is a noob, Steve. <laughs> Backtrack here. See,
0: I catch all the ratatab because I want the radata medal. What, which one is yeah. that one? It's like catch 500 extra small radata and then you get the youngster yeah, Joey I have the, that. the I size
2: think, matter. yeah. I think I have that.
0: You caught that many? I know I have I a... don't think you've caught that many. He probably
2: mean no, th- there's like there are like all of the medals. There are like three stages yeah. to it. There's like a bronze version and then a silver and then a gold. And usually uh, I usually know I certainly have takes... a
1: medal that's like catch a
2: certain number of tiny rats.: It's like, yeah, so it's probably the, like the bronze version where it's like five as opposed to okay. 500.
0: How do you guys feel overall about shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go? I think people are filling their Pokedex faster because that's really the main thing you do in Pokemon Go is complete your Pokedex, and then at that point, I, obviously you can get more involved in the gym system and powering up Pokemon and stuff. I guess shinies give people another thing to search for.
2: I mean, the way I see it, more content that's at least vaguely interesting in a free-to-play game is always welcome. Like, when that content doesn't require me to start paying, like, I don't know, that's good, and it seems to be the more ethical way to uh, roll out titles with that payment model.
1: What if you had to pay, like... $50 $50 to get a shiny charm.
2: Uh, it would complicate those feelings a little bit, but I think <laughs> I would still feel mostly the same because it's still possible to do it, and I would presume not excruciatingly difficult to do it without. That's a lot of money for a shiny <laughs> charm.
0: For something yeah, that they... like oh, yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy of it. coming it, across the, a shiny.
2: The price, it could be $100, and I would feel the same because I'm not buying either of them.
0: I want shiny Magikarp. Well, you'll get one. You you only
1: want one because Irene has one. No. And you are like the most jealous human being ever.
0: I want one before <laughs> she even started playing again. I wanted one since the water event. You say
1: that, but you didn't say that before she got one.
0: I definitely did. Roll back the tapes. I probably said...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was an interview with Game Freak on Game Informer, and it's pretty... It's a pretty, not long, but it's a lot of reading to to get the good stuff.
1: Thank goodness they did a video to go with it.
0: <laughs> but I feel like the video left out stuff. I mean, it usually does. This one's off Game Informer. It's titled, Here's How Game Freak d- Designs Pokemon Creatures. Between all the different Pokemon games that have been released over the last 20 years, taking into account Mega Evolutions and new wrinkles like the Alola forms in Sun and Moon, there are 802 Pokemon. The creatures vary in design to an incredible degree, covering strange influences like keys and piles of garbage, to less surprising designs like cute animals based on cats and koalas. While visiting Japan to explore Game Freak's developmental studio, we spoke to the Pokemon director, producer, and composer Masuda about what the process of designing a Pokemon looks like, whether they have encountered all whether they have encountered an internal pitch that immediately is turned down, and what happens to their eyes over the years. Pitches for new creatures come from every corner of the studio. What are you laughing at, will? The
1: way that you said that last part. It's just like, I guess you have to have insider knowledge to understand that you mean that the Pokemon's eyes have changed since the yeah, original Pokemon. that's
0: true. <laughs> I mean, I'm just reading word for word. I understand. Uh,
1: really? Because that's not one of your top skills.
0: <laughs> I think I
1: did oh, that pretty well. That's... I mean, you did okay. You did okay. Mm. I, I, would, I would put the inflection a little differently on some things, but you're okay. <laughs>
0: Quote, the graphic designers are obviously going to be the ones finalizing the look, but it's just not the graphic designers who come up with the ideals or draw the Pokemon, end quote, Masuda says. Sometimes a battle designer might want to feature specific move to feature a specific move in the game which will require a specific creature. A story writer might want to execute a narrative beat that requires a new monster. Alternative Alternatively, it might be as simple as a graphic designer wanting to explore an animal that has not yet inspired a Pokemon yet. Quote, these ideals come from a lot of places, the gameplay, the visual, the story, and in the end, those ideals just get centralized and designed, Masuda says.
1: Alternatively, they may just need one more water Pokemon, so they say,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Vasculine. Uh, I, I I that is that interview is an interesting insight into how pokemon are created. I had never I I guess if I had really thought about it I would have come to the conclusion that sometimes a pokemon is designed for its battle niche and sometimes it's designed for story necessity and other times it's designed purely for what animals haven't been interpreted into pokemon essentially, but I hadn't really thought of that consciously, so that was interesting to hear.
1: I think it would be interesting if they had a contest where they let people design a Pokemon and then the Pokemon could be in the game. No, 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 no,
2: no,
0: (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) There are few, if any, hard and fast rules about what Pokemon can and cannot be. Quote, one thing we've always really paid attention to is treating them like living creatures. So you have to try to imagine where it would live in the environment and why it looks the way it does What would it eat, for example, Masuda says, quote, when designing a Pokemon and not just from a graphic design perspective, there must be a reason for why it looks the way it does and why you have to, and you have to think about why it might live in the Pokemon world. Pokemon designs rarely get canceled, so to speak. If a new Pokemon weren't going to fit in the, if a new Pokemon weren't going to fit in The game or world, Game Freak doesn't let them get far past the conceptual stages. Quote, once you're in the middle of creating it and someone were to say no, that's not a Pokemon, and that design process gets killed, that doesn't really happen that much, Masuda says. Quote, usually instead, maybe the person who is directing the game might say it won't work in its current form, but maybe if you did this and adding ideals onto it, it might make it work better. For this reason, ideals for new Pokemon rarely get thrown away.
1: That's interesting that they say that the uh, ideas very rarely get thrown away. Uh, you'd think that they'd be tossing yeah. a lot in the garbage can.
0: They
2: well, they made ha- rubbish. They, they they have they have to be though, right? Like, I, I, the way I interpret that, and the way that. I- the only way that makes sense in my head is to think that what they mean is, if a Pokemon gets to the stage where a designer presents it to the whole team, probably from that point, it's not very likely to be completely canned. But there must be there must be a trash bin in in every designer's office, just filled with things that. They didn't even show to anyone. That's
1: reasonable. But can you imagine like there's a meeting like once a week where like all the designers line up and they have to have a PowerPoint ready. And it's like, here's the Pokemon that I am pitching for this week. It's here's five reasons why we should have this Pokemon. It snores and it makes other noises and the noises are attacked. The
2: ROI on this design then, then you just see like the there's a shot of just like a whole bunch of business executives in suits and ties, and just each one like is looking directly at the camera and just like thumbs up. <laughs> no, or, no, like, no, thumbs down. No. And it's like a tie, and it finally go and it finally goes to the tiebreaker, and it's just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ding! <laughs> now you have to show the Pokemon that you're presenting five reasons why it should be in the game.
2: And then it has to be a compliment sandwich. No,
1: no, this isn't a, a, a review. And then you had to do like three three versions of it. Sounds three like three versions one. of merchandising. You have to do plushies. You have to do some sort of like with uh, those little thingies that Steve was getting getting and giving away. The little figurines, and then no, um, the email? little figurines, oh, gallery
0: figures, yeah,
1: gallery figures, and then uh, and then like one other. Uh, New form of toy that the uh, Pokemon could in- enable. Pez Dispenser.
0: I guess I'm more curious about what Pokemon they designed to push. Like in this generation, it's Lycanroc. Mimikyu. Mimikyu. That's another mm-hmm. one.
1: Did you see the Mimikyu's at the Pokemon Outbreak? Is that a news item?
0: That's not a news item. But yes, there is one Mimikyu at Pokemon Outbreak. It's really cute. That's cool. It's so funny. I think they've used uh, Ditto face Pikachu before too. That's what I've heard at hmm. at those events. I haven't seen a picture of that though. The last part of this Game Informer article just kind of talks about the eyes they brought up to Masuda that the eyes are more round, whereas in like Generation One, the eyes are more angular. Like think Mewtwo, think Voltorb, uh, think Charizard. They have very like angular eyes.
2: Um, and then if you, it's th- such a weird. Like- <laughs> It's a weird thing that Generation One fans have honed in on as like the determining factor that makes it. it's like I don't know they change design sensibilities. It's they like I don't know. It's it's just a it's a weird detail to really hone in on.
1: But but if you think about it, there are a few things in this world that have been picked apart so intimately as each and every Pokemon yeah. that ever comes out.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Masuda just said that because of the technology back in the day, it was harder to make rounder eyes because of pixels.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I wish it was more exciting than that. But I want to say though that it's weird that Game Informer did this big article and there's little to nothing about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon.
1: Uh, that's true. Did you watch the video that accompanied it? Yes, I did. At all? Where they? Uh, so they did talk about the switch version that they're working on that was a big part of the video yep and i thought it was hilarious when they were like reading i don't know if it was like facebook feedback or tweets that they had received and it was like when are you going to make an open world mmo type thing for us and then they would just like point at the switch and they're like it's in here it's in here we're doing it and i was like that was funny to me There were a lot
0: of like forum posts they referred to because I know like there was a giant bomb forum they talked about and it was, hey, when are we getting most of the questions I think you meant to say, Will, was when are we getting a console Pokemon game? Yes, 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 yes. And it was pretty much, hey, we're making one now. And I think they said sometime in 2018 or late 2018, I think they said. I don't remember. Which, I don't know.
2: It feels so long away, but it's actually not. And I always forget that it's actually 2017, yeah. not 2016.
0: My guess is if, if they don't do November of 2018, which is normally when a Pokemon game comes out, they will do spring of 2019, which is when we also get Pokemon games. Yeah. But I can't really see much past that, because then you're you're pushing into a year plus without a Pokemon game, which they've
1: done before. But do you ever think like you're kind of like wasting your life away, just waiting and waiting and anticipating the next Pokemon game? And every time they set a date, it's like nothing really happens in your life until that new Pokemon game comes out.
0: No, I don't ever think
1: that. Right?
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, I okay. can't. I can't really empath- empathize with that feeling, unfortunately.
1: I guess I'm the only one. I feel so empty mm-hmm. right now just waiting for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. <laughs> just like my life is meaningless until these games come out.
0: The 2017 Pokemon World Championships are headed to Anaheim, California from August 18th through the 20th. The best players from around the world will be competing for the title of Pokemon TCG Video Game or Pokken Tournament World Champion. For a combined prize pool worth more than a half a million dollars in prizes, the Pokemon World Championships are event or invitation only. Players have been battling throughout 2017 Championship Series to earn a seat at this prestigious competition. Spectators are invited to come and watch all weekend. And I think there is the fee for that. I want to say it's $12 to spectate. There will be streaming, Pokemon.com slash live. There will be four streams for the event, a Pokemon TCG stream, a VGC stream, a Pokin tournament stream, and then the main stage stream. Streams will include all the final matches on Sunday. A Pokemon Center store will be on site, giving players and fans a chance to buy Pokemon merchandise that they won't be able to buy anywhere else, except probably on PokemonCenter.com. Including special nope. World Championship products. See, here's, here's yep. the problem with that. You're not going to be able to buy any of those special products because they will be sold out instantly.
1: Okay, do, do you know how it works? Because I've been to the Pokemon World Championships. I've
0: been to Pokemon World Championships.
1: But maybe they did it differently <laughs> when you were there. They let the competitors go first.
0: That's why they're all going to be sold out. Exactly. <laughs> but at least the
1: competitors get the nice stuff. I mean, I got a yeah. little um, Pokemon World Championship uh, notebook thing and uh i think i got a, a, a pikachu stuffed pikachu from the world championships so not completely sold out i just didn't get the playmat or the sleeves or the but stuff. the
0: competitors <laughs> already get the playmats the sleeves all that stuff
1: mm, that's true
0: and then they buy other ones and then they we put them on ebay backpacks. for like a hundred dollars a playmat
1: <laughs> yep.
2: too much money
1: those things are invaluable. It's a life's uh, worth of memories. The playmat?
2: No, I think there is a value to them <laughs> and it's not infinite. The old playmat.
0: Well, I think that sums it up for Pokemon news. I don't have anything else. I probably missed something. It's been a busy week. But the Lycanroc was the big thing. The interview with Game Informer. And again, if you're curious about that, inter- if you even though we, we covered the interview with Game Informer, I would encourage you to seek out that video and watch that video. I think it's it can't be more than four or five minutes long, if I recall, but it's, it's a good watch. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do our emails, we're going to do our Pokemon of the week, and then we'll probably answer just a couple questions from chat, so thank you guys all for being here. I'm just going to put it on the standby screen. We should be back in no more than five minutes, so or no less.
2: Keep that dog clean. Keep that dog clean. Keep that dog clean. Keep that dog clean. Uh, keep that dog clean in 2017. Uh, keep that dog clean in 2017. Keep that dog clean in 2017. Just gotta keep him clean. Just gotta keep him clean. Keep that dog clean in 2017. Just gotta keep him clean. Just gotta keep him clean. Uh, keep that dog clean in 2017. Uh, keep that dog clean in
1: 2017. Keep your canines uh, in good condition in 2017.
0: And we are back from our break to talk about some emails.
2: Emails. Emails. Email. Email is a great new technology that allows for seamless communication between two participants across the internet.
1: Seamless. Seamless. They
2: probably called it that back then. They called it seamless back then. Called seamless. Like they described it. Whatever. Okay, (laughs) I understand.
0: This message is from Eva from Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey, PKMN cast and crew. I've been... Oh, I forgot to say. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email those to sbj at pkmncast.com or you can go to pokemonpodcast.com and hit that contact button. Again, this is from Eva. I've been listening... For over two years now, and just to get it out of the way, I don't have a favorite because I think you all are awesome.
2: That's not an acceptable answer. <laughs> not, I, I, not won't, really. I won't. I won't accept it.
0: I just have one quick question for now. Even though it's my first time writing in, I just saw that the current global mission is going to be the last one until Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I haven't participated in any of the global missions, and no. One I know seems to love them either. Why do you think Global Missions... Why don't you think Global Missions were successful? The concept seems fun and a good way to introduce some online features other than just regular battling and trading, but seem to flop pretty enormously overall. I feel like it may have something to do with the 3DS just not being a super great platform anymore, especially compared to the Switch. What do you think? Thanks, Eva. In case you read this on the show, my name first name is pronounced Eva. Good thing I read the wow. PS. Oh wow. well, click that. It's the it wrong end of the email. Also, if you um, do read this on the show, I think it would be pretty hilarious if SBJ took a crack at pronouncing my last name too. Keep up the good work. Uh, I think it's herankova That'd be my guess.
2: The best thing about that is that for privacy reasons it actually doesn't matter because no one's going to be able to figure out what the actual <laughs> original spelling was to look up this person
0: yeah yeah uh, i think i think they bring up an excellent question about global missions i forgot to include this in news but no more global missions will you are probably the biggest global mission
2: person yeah. here out of us at least
1: well but I, i'm very confused by their statement because I mean, only the first one flopped. Yeah, <laughs> they all were successful. Not only were they successful, they met their stretch goals. Boy, if the if the Global Missions were Kickstarter projects, they would have been, you know, <laughs> well-funded and, and into production by now. A veritable
2: fidget cube <laughs> of, a, of success. <laughs> there you go, yes. But if, if the... I
0: can't think of what Global Mission it was. What was it like? I'll trading? answer your
1: question before you ask it. Yeah, there, there was the trading one. There was the play, the the Lottery in the festival There's a the, hatching one. egg hatching one the the point of the global missions was not to have everybody running around to their friends and being like, Oh look, uh, let's do the global mission blah 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 blah. It was just to get you to p- touch the game again and you know bring you back into Pokemon Sun and Moon six months yeah. after the game, eight months after the game, nine months after the game has been out, so to make sure that you're going in and doing something in the game to maintain your interest in the game and saying that you got real play value out of the game over time. It's, it's not designed to be an uh, interactive, run out and yell at your friends and that kind of a type thing.
0: I don't know. I felt like it could have been that.
1: If they had designed it differently, but they didn't.
0: I, didn't, I also didn't think the rewards were really that great. Like one dive ball? So
1: do you remember, because you don't, uh in black and white too <laughs> in black and white too there was an achievement system and there were all kinds of achievements right i do remember mm-hmm. right? i remember the medals and it was cool. the
0: badges medals like, well
1: yeah and do you know what happened with those
0: they did something with the uh, town square mall thing
1: no different um <laughs> they moved all of that into the pokemon global link So that system is still out there, and you get achievements for doing things in Pokemon games. You just don't see them in the actual game. The point of any of that is just for people who obsess about getting those achievements and medals and everything like that. And that's the same thing with these challenges. It's just like there's somebody out there who's like, I have to 100% you know, these different things, so I'm going to participate in the challenges and make sure that we get those things.
2: I think, though... I think though there is a bit of a design failure in the global challenges, in that you can get the reward even if you didn't do anything, if you just signed I don't up and then played. consider that later a failure.
1: I consider that a success.
2: <laughs> I, but no, no, I, I, I think I think it is good in that I think it is good for the average player who doesn't want to like spend the time to do that. And maybe that's not the average player, but I guess what I'm saying is, if the goal is let's make sure people are playing the game frequently so that when the next game rolls out they think oh yeah i had a lot of fun with pokemon and i played it for a really long time if that's the goal then getting people to turn it on once every however often once a month or whatever and just log on for two minutes to collect a reward and turn it off i don't think that's a successful uh, like i don't think that's the vision of, of what that piece of uh, what that event is supposed to do. So I, in that sense I don't think it's successful in that it didn't do what it was trying to.
1: Uh maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's like more of a Japanese culture like kind that. of
0: a
2: thing. Could be. I can definitely see that.
0: I was going to say I don't have I don't have the numbers in front of me, but wasn't the trading one wasn't it trade 500,000 Pokémon or something like that? Maybe that number's too high. I think that number is too low. Yeah, that number is too low?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Given the number of
0: Pokemon, this wasn't the
2: trading players, one. The only one we didn't do was it. Was, was, no.
1: was the trading one the first one? No,
0: no, no. It was the, the first one, one was the after. catch
1: catching. Oh, catching! Okay. And they did it too early. It's like not enough people had the game or had like had the game for long enough to sign up for to get into the festival plaza and like realize they could sign up for missions and stuff. So I think that's why that one did not succeed.
0: I think, it, it, though, it comes at a failure to the point where you have, like, less than 10, if not less than 5% of actual players who bought the game participating in this stuff. Well, like, but I mean... I think, I think it didn't help that you had to go into f- Festival Plaza and then talk to a person to even sign up. It should have just been, connect to Festival Plaza that should have just been part of the agreement well, of
1: wow overall festival plaza is they they've got to give us an answer for this agree <laughs> yeah festival plaza is yeah. is just it's not right they they've got to they it, it, it they've got to fix it it's it just doesn't fit do
2: you think it'll be different in ultra sun and ultra moon or do you think they'll use the same i don't think they've had, had enough time to make it different the same
1: game. I, I just yeah, yeah. this is going to be a tack on um that they're going cha- to tack on a new or a variation on the story onto the core game uh, build that we already have yeah. um we're not going to see any significant change until pokemon switch on switch off
2: <laughs> oh, no no <laughs> Who wants to buy Pokemon Switch? Off? <laughs> I always get the off version. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah,
0: but um, I mean, with like X and Y, you were always connected. No,
2: not always, but
1: you could turn on Always Connected, yes.
2: You could, be, right? Yeah. And Sun and, and Moon. You could get your own powers. That was, mu- that was a very good. Sun and Moon
0: didn't really have that feature at all, which, if it did, I think the global missions would have been more successful. Or not more successful, that's, but like.
2: Yeah, I think that's a fair point.
0: More participation. Yeah,
1: do you know what would be cool? So I I'm just gonna keep going back to black and white throughout this entire episode, um, because best Pokemon game. Uh do you remember on the second on the lower screen in black and white, you had the little like connection connection internet connection thing and you could customize it with different backgrounds and that's how you could get into the G Link? To... Yes. C Link. C Link. Uh, yes. Um wouldn't it be cool if they had that? for the, like, the festival plaza stuff, and then you could see like an increment of how people were doing in the global mission as it was happening. That would be really, really cool. And then it would like tick off. It's like, oh, we hit the goal, and like little fireworks would show up on your lower yeah, that would be cool.
0: Like that. I, I don't miss O-powers, though. That was X and Y. Uh,
1: I mean, they had their purpose. That certainly did encourage interaction between people because they were like you go on Twitter and you'd be like, send me egg-hatching O-powers because I'm trying to hatch a shiny uh, Magikarp now. <laughs> That's not hard to do. Uh, <laughs> shiny Drift Blim, uh, you know, but you whatever. Go.
0: This message is from Nick from Laramie, Wyoming.
1: That's the only Nick in Wyoming.
0: Only one, I heard. Hello, guys. I'm a recent listener. I just started getting back into listening to podcasts and yours was one of the first ones I started listening to and I absolutely love it. I listen to your podcast while commuting to work and it makes the commute much more bearable. Thank you. My first question is, are there any real world animals slash things that have not been made into a Pokemon? Every time I try to think of an animal that is not a Pokemon, I then realize that there is already a goat Pokemon, for example. It seems that everything is a Pokemon now and it really has me thinking about it my second question if there are any animals slash things that have not been made into pokemon what type what is the type that you would want it to be would you want it to be a straightforward water or would you want it to be something say like fire slash grass as always i will continue listening to your podcast all of you guys are awesome i can absolutely not pick a favorite see you later nick
2: such a load of baloney! still not an acceptable answer <laughs> of bologna uh
0: chat is saying
2: dolphins so i yeah i don't think there's a dolphin pokemon there's probably plenty of
0: specific
2: I mean, fish that have not
0: been made into pokemon
2: yeah yeah i so i have my i'm i'm really into lichens recently and that's that's not l y c a n like that's lichen that's l i c h e n which are that so they're they're an organism where it's you've you've seen them all around. You just probably call them like moss or fungus or whatever. But they're specifically it's fungus with either algae or bacteria living symbiotically with it to the point where it's just called a like a like, like it's just referred to as one thing, even though it's both like fungus and bacteria, for instance. And it grows in sort of like it looks sort of like. Moss and it's really cool. I don't know how you would make a Pokemon out of it, but that and slime molds have been occupying my brain lately, mm. which are both very, very cool things.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say uh an Oryx, but honestly you could say like Cobalion. Tyrachian. Like from Destiny? No. Uh it's O R Y X. Um but I mean it's kind of like a horned goaty looking thing, so it, it is kind of like uh Vrizzi actually looks a lot like an Oryx but I will give you this one. Ready for a stumper? A water bear.
2: A s- stump. <laughs> Ooh, Tardigrades yes. are really cool. I like Tardigrades. Because
1: they're like the ultimate life form. They can just live anywhere.
2: <laughs> oh, a Tardigrade Pokemon with like a really interesting, like, unique ability, sort of like a Shedinja-esque ability. Not specifically that mechanic, but a mechanic, like an ability of that specificity for for like a tardigrade pokemon making it immune to like a lot of
1: just everything
2: different like status effects and that sort of thing yeah that'd be cool they haven't
0: done like a centaur pokemon they've done a lot of because that's not
1: a real
2: creature
0: neither is a unicorn or a dragon
2: but he said, "Real creatures." Yeah, but the but that wasn't the question. The question was, "What real-world animal or plant, I guess, has not turned into?" I'm just thinking
0: Pokemon. of other things that they have done. Like, there's not like a sphinx poke. Well, I guess no, sarcophagus is like a sphinx. It has like no. The- it's a
2: sarcophagus. Well, yeah, but it has like the,
0: the the headband thing. I don't know what they call it. Has
2: it has ancient it has ancient Egyptian aesthetic, but yes. it's not specifically yes. like a sphinx.
0: But they could do a sphinx.
1: That's also I not a real that, creature.
0: Yeah. Maybe not in your world, Will. Do I, I,
1: you have a bunch of sphinxes walking around Milwaukee? Not any time I've been there.
2: Well, yeah, the Milwaukee. You sphinx. know what they? You, you know what they haven't done? Birds.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, they need like a normal flying bird Pokemon. <laughs> so so <and> that'll be
1: <laughs> Pidgey's not not doing it for
2: you. What? Sorry, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep this up. There's...
0: What about an
1: earthworm?
2: Mm, is no, there no worm? there. Are there no worms?
1: Yeah, a diglet might be kind of that, but no, diglet's more of a I mole. Guess. Yeah,
0: Diglett's a Vol, mole. Yeah,
1: or a vole. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No Weird. worms. Are there
2: really no worms?
1: No worm Pokemon. Uh, no.
2: Well, do you call uh, electric? Electric is like an eel. An eel yeah,
1: is not e- a worm. It's e- kind of a worm. Yeah. dynamo that's yeah, it's more e- e-
2: Is the, the only jellyfish pokemon that ultra beast? No, you also have Jealousy. Oh
0: yeah, the Pringles the guy.
2: <laughs> it's a very good pokemon. It is not to be reduced as the Pringles guy because I like Jealousy a whole lot.
0: I do too. Uh octopus is octillery.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, most of a- we could be here all day. I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. I think dolphin, though, is probably the one that stands out the most. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just you don't want that many food-based Pokemon out there, so.
0: And they only Ooh. they only have one whale. whale. I feel like I feel like the ocean is big enough for two whales.
1: Well, yeah, you got whale myrrh and whale lord.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they're the Doesn't same family. Count. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I meant Chilean sea bass, which is also
0: known as dolphin. Uh, This message is from Kevin from Tempe, Arizona. (laughs) Probably the the only Kevin in Arizona, I'm assuming. Uh, It's it's a
1: sparsely populated state.
0: (laughs) Yes. I've been listening since the first season of Mythical, and I am impatiently waiting for the next season. I just have a quick question for you guys, and I would like to hear your opinion on my favorite Pokemon is Gliscor. But my question is, why can it not learn fly? I know that I know that the given explanation is that it glides and doesn't really fly, but if that's true, I'd love to hear the reason why birds with no wings and two heads can learn fly. I think they're referring to Doduo and Dotrio. Are there any other Pokemon you should feel be able to learn the move fly? Or something else that they were unable to learn keep up the amazing work i look forward to listening to the show every week thanks kevin
1: that's a tricky question because you're assuming i know like every move that every pokemon can yeah. learn uh why can't Diglett learn dig oh it can all I, right well, um, I
2: mean, <laughs> can't uh doesn't gyarados not get access to fly which is strange given that it's flying it's flying Gyarados
0: falls There's under the, of it. the 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 Pokemon that needs their types adjusted, but they won't. No, it did
1: because it got uh, a mega form that has a uh,
0: dark. Yeah, they just go back and fix it. Are you
1: sure that Gliscor
0: really can't fly?
2: Nah, because it's you can't you can't retcon the Pokemon world.
0: Yeah, you can. They did it with Fairy.
2: <laughs> they did it with Fairy types. Fair. They did. <sighs> And, and they shouldn't have you heard it here first even though i love fairy type
0: <laughs> and i guess
2: they did it as well with darkened steel because they made like uh magneton steel and they
0: why? did kind of do it with like the splitting of stats
2: yeah
1: why is gliscor ground type this is the true mystery
0: <laughs> it is a
2: strange typing it's a cool pokemon uh that i don't understand <laughs> There's probably
0: some more lore behind it that we don't know.
1: It's a freaky flying scorpion that's going to poison you?
2: With annoying abilities.
0: It's probably based on like a sphinx or like a a centaur or something.
1: It looks like a bat with lobster hands. (laughs) It is not a dolphin.
0: (laughs) Why can't Piplup learn fly? That's the real question. Why?
2: Penguins don't fly
0: <laughs> Just because you haven't seen a penguin fly travis doesn't mean it can't
2: i mean that is a like it is correct that just because i haven't seen a thing doesn't mean it doesn't exist but science like is, is, <laughs> is in is pretty conclusive in saying that that no penguins cannot fly and i take i take the general consensus of biologists uh, to be correct Martin from Keel,
0: Wisconsin writes in, I don't, I live in Wisconsin, I don't know where that is. It's where the Keel
1: stuff from the mall comes from.
0: Oh. This is my first time writing in, <laughs> but I've been a listener to this podcast oh. for a while. And it's definitely one of my favorites. Which Alolan Pokemon do you think should have a non-Alolan form? I think an oh. ice type Pa- pa- Palosand, I don't know I was st- stuttering with that, would be interesting. My most interesting Pokemon experience mm. is when playing red with only two Pokemon registered to my Pokedex, Charmander and Lapras. This was somewhat difficult because neither Pokemon knew fly, but it was worth the challenge. Marty. That's, which, that is an oh, interesting...
2: Oh, I see. The person so means... I, a Pokemon, yeah. for a new, like a new Pokemon, the Sun and Moon, like not in Alolan form, but a completely new Pokemon from Alola. Like, imagine if there was a Kanto form of it, essentially.
0: I understand. It's a good um, question.
1: Hmm. It's hard to find an answer, though.
2: So, if
0: Palosand was ice, because I like this example, would it be like when you build a snowman, like a snow castle instead of a sand castle?
2: I, that's a good idea. Yeah. I would, my answer is, uh, my answer is crabominable, and instead of, like, a giant snow crab, it would be, like, a like a king crab, and it would just be, like, pure fighting or something.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's
2: crabominable good. Crabominable
1: is pure fighting.
2: No, it's ice no,
0: fighting. it's fighting ice. Ice fighting. Are you,
1: oh, but it's pre-evolution is fighting
0: yeah, only. Yeah, that is
2: yes. correct. Okay.
1: Cabral-er. Cabral-er. Um, how horrifying would it be, would a ghost animated snowman be running after you, trying to eat your soul? That's mm. good, too. <laughs> um, Could there be, like,
0: I, a Canto Beware, but instead of being also fighting, I think Beware is normal fighting? Normal fighting. You would
2: be, right. like,
0: normal fairy, and be more peaceful than the... I like that.
1: I, uh, I'm gonna go deep if you're ready for it
0: i'm, I'm ready. ready for you to go deep
1: all right poison fairy shenotic variation
2: ooh yes i like it yes I like
1: delicious it. don't eat the shenotic with the frill
0: <laughs> would it be would it be a ah. different mushroom
1: no well i mean it's a different form so it has some physical characteristic changes but you can tell that it's the poisonous one because it's got a little frill that makes it Right. Yeah, that's
2: that's interesting because I grow up in an area where at certain times of the year morel mushrooms grow, and morels are very coveted for their unique flavor. Um, they're very good, but there's a mushroom that looks almost identical to the morel, except the the cap. I, I think it's the morel. The cap goes all the way around the stem, and then there's like a poisonous mushroom that that I don't I don't think it would like kill you. But there's a mushroom you're not supposed to eat that the the bottom of the cap is detached but otherwise it looks quite like a. Mar- so it could be an instance like that but for the is a i guess a shinotic is supposed to be like a shiitake mushroom yes mm-hmm. yes
1: and it's got wild eyes and it just wants to poison you
2: that's a that's a really good question i'd love to hear
0: what slack in our chat thinks about that uh we'll do one more email here this is from uh evan from roland heights california Huge fan of the podcast, long-time listener, first-time caller kind of feel. I noticed you say house-cleaning a lot during the interview episodes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no disrespect, but there's a variation of the phrase actually called housekeeping. Yep. Not trying to be mean, just wanted to help you all
2: out. Evan. I question, I question the long-time and long-time listener, first-time caller because... On at least, well, th- there has been an occasion on this program where I can't remember if it was Will or I who or both called of us together. Steve out for saying, yeah, for calling housekeeping, house cleaning, and after that, uh, you know, we all know SBJ; he's pretty stuck in his ways, and so he dug he dug deep into those trenches and refuses to say the correct one ever because we dared correct him in his infinite and, wisdom. And not
1: only does he refuse to say the correct one on this program, I'm pretty sure other podcasts <laughs> also have a house cleaning segment.
0: <sighs> what other podcast? The Carve. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think The Carve has house cleaning. Uh, there was like a day I remember I was talking to Travis and Slack and I found other not like it might have been podcast, but it was yeah. like two other yeah, and I was like
2: and I was like cool, other people make the same mistake. Cool, <laughs> other people are just as as ignorant as you are.
0: The segment is now called house cleaning, but it's about housekeeping. It's actually
1: not about yeah, either of those it's... things.
2: But <laughs> Well, we do follow Robert's Rules of Order while we do the house cleaning segment, so <laughs> Robert's rules of order. Did I get the uh, reference correct? Will go, going to will I, I for the, that the, is the going that to the, the correct
1: uh, terminology? Yes, the judges rule that yes. I
2: get the point for for Robert's rules of order. Great, awesome. The joke lands. officially All, all, the, all, all <laughs> those officially in favor say aye. Aye. All right. I, motion passes. But the someone says seconded at one point.
0: <laughs> but the segment is a long-running joke. That's right. So that's, that's, just what, that's just what you get. It's
1: either a joke or ignorance. You uh, w- <laughs> can never tell.
0: <laughs> Pretty much s- sums up the show, yes. right? So we'll do our Pokemon of the week here. But before we go well, Pokemon of the oh, week, okay. Travis has some news to share.
1: Now we already did Pokemon news. We can't do this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well,
2: We're going po- back to It's news. not Pokemon news. It's just news news. Um... Yeah, so I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, I'm going to step away from the show. Um, You know, I might occasionally, if Steve needs someone to substitute here or there, I might hop back on. But just in general, I won't really be on the show much anymore. And the reason for that is just uh, it's mostly time, uh, because pretty soon I'm going to be moving to a different country. I'm going to be getting married, and I've got a lot of other things on my plate so it when i was just looking at the things i'm doing every week to like add more time to my schedule since i've got other shows that i'm more uh, that i have more responsibility over right like um very random encounters arbitrary archive and got it memorized like those shows like i think need me a little more than it's super effective does because it's super effective wasn't a thing that i helped start so um (laughs) and you know I've been here for over 200 episodes so I think people have gotten enough of me by by this point but yeah I'll be I'll still be around I'm still on those other shows but um I just need more time in my life so it was an easy way to cut 3 hours uh into my week every week so it's been so much fun though I've I, the show has like connected me to like the friend group that I consider like one of the most important in my life so I'm very grateful for you this wouldn't show. have
1: found your fiance without this program and I, I also have that news is, for you. That is um, correct. you say you're trying to move to another country, but me having this document here and not in your hands says otherwise
2: i have no Foiled again I, I have a passport too like what do you what just happened? Did you... Did you, think, did you think I didn't have a... Did you think? Oh, you're trying to make me think yes. you stole my passport? <laughs> why would you, do, was why right would you have your
1: passport right next to you? Who do you does wanna see, that?
2: Do you want to see my terrible passport? Fo- Wait, is, there, is, this, is this a thing where if I show it, yes. it's like a social security yep. number thing that yes. I'm not supposed to show on the internet? Then I won't show my passport photo.
0: But it's bad. So it's it's documented forever. Travis, I can't thank you enough
2: for the past... Six and a half years that you've been on the show. It's what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a long while. And same to you. It's been like an awesome opportunity and, and great getting to know everybody. And obviously I'm st- still going to be around, but you know, right. it's, it's a huge chunk of my life and it it's, it's was and continues to be super important to me.
0: Yeah. And this was a conversation we had like three weeks ago now. So it's something yeah. that, you know, we've talked about uh, pretty in depth. But that's why you're gonna do Pokemon. That's why we we did this before Pokemon of the week, so that Mm -hmm. we didn't end on a sour note. The Pokemon of the week, of course, is going to be Pile of Swine, which is your favorite Pokemon. That's right. I totally forgot, though. We have one more email here. Let me let me just read this real quick. It says, "This is my request to be on the podcast." Not sure who it's from. Uh, It says, About me, I'm 18-year-old, and I'm a senior in high school. My interest includes film, music, and I play the trumpet, and I also write some electronic music. And, of course, (coughs) the Pokemans. Reasons why I should be on the show. I've been playing Pokemon since Red and Blue came out. Number two, I know a (laughs) lot... I know uh, about the little stuff in the game, like EV training, specific effects of moves, etc. Number three, I already run my own podcast at thethirdreel.blogspot.com. It's about movies, not about Pokemon, but just to show you that I have some experience. In case you listen to it... The reason the sound quality isn't that great on my podcast isn't my microphone. It's just no, that no, I have to cr- no. compress my file oh. a lot to upload it to my web host because I don't pay very much. Oh. Oh. Number four, oh. my favorite Pokemon is Pillow Swine. Not really oh. a reason, but he is awesome. Number six, also oh. there's no number five, by the way. Number six, oh, I'm going to be no. at the Midwest Gaming Classic to see you guys anyways. So if you'll have me on, oh, then that would be a great additional host there. LOL. Number seven, oh. I'm a straight up gangsta, G.
2: That's, per- this is the most embarrassing one. Maybe Let not.
0: Actually, that. very, very oh. not. My microphone is a Logitech USB headset. The quality is fairly good. I can record any time around 6.30 Eastern on all days but Sunday. And that seems to be from Travis Wheeler on February twenty second 2011. Amazing. Thank you. for the seven years, <laughs> Travis.
2: It was as Don't you have bad a copy in your I sent emails
1: gonna... that oh. you read every like year, month,
2: week? Aw. Oh. I want so so here here okay. I want you to I want everyone <laughs> to know two things. First, as Steve started reading that email, I was like That's weird, this person sounds exactly like me when I first started being on the show. And then I realized, oh no! It's finally happening, and it was a nightmare because of all of the words in there, um, which are really bad um, unequivocally, especially the part that I'm not going to repeat because I won't let those words exit out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what the second... Th- oh, and the second thing is, no, of course I don't read that frequently because it's like, uh, I was boring and awful and embarrassing when I was 18. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We, t- we t- oh. you You
0: did give me permission to read it. I just...
2: Yeah, I mean, I, just, I did. I
0: held on to it uh, for a while. All emails become
1: property of Pokemon Podcasts. It's yeah. super effective.
0: We, <laughs> we, we, we teased oh. it for several weeks in a row, and then I let it, I let it slide, so it was, it was <laughs> off You're your radar, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. at, at what point did you realize it was you?
2: Um... It, uh. So when you said I play the trumpet, I was like one, that's a weird that's a weird detail to to mention. Like why why does this person mention that they play the trumpet? That's weird. Two, wait, that's a lot like me cuz I do that. I was 18 when I started. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I've never heard any of this electronic music.
2: I, it's because when I was eighteen, I was really into like I was really into chip tune, which is even more embarrassing. Oh
0: no! Ugh. I couldn't I couldn't think of a better email to read on on your your goodbye episode. <laughs> are Are no, you capable no. of doing Pokemon of the week right now, or should we do like Probably another? Not. Should
2: we... <laughs> I mean? I'll, okay, let me see. All right, yeah, I'll do it. Pokemon of the week is Piloswine. It's going it, to, I mean, it'll lighten my spirits a little bit. It is my favorite Pokemon. But is um, your favorite Pokemon. You, you, you,
1: wait, you have to let me read the biology.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes, is that yes, the yes. order? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: And this is a, I, I'm, I, I will see if I can keep myself from laughing because not only is the biology <laughs> really bad, but there's a picture of a Jinx, like, giving a Piloswine eye drops <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious. <laughs> with the caption that says Pyloswine's eyes. All right, let me compose. <sighs> compose. All right. Piloswine is a big brown furry Pokemon with an impressive hump on its back. It also has two tusks made of ice, which seems small but can be lethal. These tusks thicken when it snows, and they are smaller on a female pyloswine than on a male. It has floppy ears that are sensitive to sound. Piloswine has two beady eyes in its head. However, these are usually covered up by tufts of fur. As it is usually unable to see, it checks surroundings with its sensitive pig-like nose. Instead, its hair is so long that it usually covers its small hoofed legs. Despite the small size of its legs, its hooves... Hooves? Hooves? pick whichever accent you prefer, ensures even footing on icy ground. Pyloswine tend to inhabit cold places such as icy caves, mountainous regions, and frozen tundra. It often digs for food buried beneath snow and ice.
2: Pyloswine is so good and pure and <laughs> hug-sized. Oh, I love Pyloswine. So, so this moveset comes to us from the Pokemon of the Week Slack channel, uh, from... Slack user Ultra Wobbuffet, aka Riley let me expand my window so i can actually read the words uh yeah. see these are the great moments that are cut out when okay there we go when it's not live okay uh Riley says this is for a hail team which is interesting uh so it's leftovers with the ability snow cloak uh, that's an ability that makes it More, it increases the evasiveness of a Pokemon when under the effects of Hail. With the moves Blizzard, because Blizzard uh, always hits when under Hail. Uh, Earth Power for same type attack bonus for that ground type. Uh, Freeze Dry because it provides coverage over water types. Freeze Dry is a really cool ice move that is actually super effective against water types. Um, And then uh, Protect because this is a set for Doubles the nature would be modest with 252 evs in hp and 252 in attack with the remaining 4 in defense um hail's fun to play around with uh it's always pretty much in every iteration of the game with hail it's it's an interesting um it, it, like it, it's never really you know risen to the top of of the weather uh all the different weathers with rain and sun and hail so for that reason it's always fun to experiment with
0: Awesome, and then we'll do our Pokemon Go move set real quick. Uh, Piloswine is really effective against Zapdos currently in the game. As of this recording, there's probably only going to be one or two days left on Zapdos, but your best moveset for Piloswine is going to be the fast attack being Ice Shard and the charge attack being Stone Edge. And if you can't get Stone Edge... Avalanche is kind of second best, but you do want that you do want that stone edge for Pokemon like Moltres, like Zap- and like Zapdos for example and uh, we forgot to do this last week for Pokemon of the week, but a shiny pile of swine is like covered in gold over here it's like blonde hair instead of brown hair it's a really great shiny and some trivia of all the The Pokemon that need to know a certain move to evolve, Piloswine is the only one that that does not learn a required move at a specific level. However, Ancient Power is Piloswine's list up of level up moves. Thus, it can be recovered by a move reminder in exchange for heart scales. No other Pokemon has the same type combination as the Piloswine and its evolutionary family. Piloswine and its evolutionary family are also the only Pokemon weak to all three starter Pokemon. So there you go. Not that much trivia on Piloswine, but uh, it's a pretty cool Pokemon. And Travis's
2: favorite. <laughs> it's very good.
1: And it will never be covered on this <laughs> program f- ever again.
2: Thank you for indulging me one last time. No problem.
0: And yeah, some house, some, uh, otherwise, some other house cleaning. I can't say enough, thank you again Travis for being on the show, obviously you're always welcome back when you have time um, Will no thank you
1: I <laughs> got no place to go dude you're gonna see me in like three days
0: that's true, that's true, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you what what Will said, Will be uh, Will and I will be at Gen Con along with Micah. I know Logan will be there, Greg, Greg and Logan from Mythical will be there, Irene will be there, a bunch of other people will be there. So if you are attending Gen Con Indiana, in Indiana, we are not doing anything Pokemon podcast specific, but please do not hesitate to find us. Irene and I will be at PAX West at the end of this month, September 1st through, I don't know, 4th, so wherever that is. And... Follow us on Twitter, at Pokemon Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com, slash PKMNcast. Reddit link below, Patreon link bef- below on our YouTube page. This will be archived, so if you miss the, the front of it or the middle of it, you'll be able to watch the whole thing on YouTube. This will be cut and edited for the audio version of the podcast, so it should sound a little bit better cut out any awkward blah, blah, blah. And that's that's all I got. Travis, do you got anything before we wrap up?
2: Yeah, do you mind if I... since for uh one last ride do you mind if i plug everything that i do as opposed to my my twitter like usual so folks might want to know where they can find me other places since i'm not going to be here anymore (laughs) uh so i do a lot of cool shows one of them is called very random encounters it's a tabletop uh role-playing game podcast i do with a lot of uh familiar faces from this show so logan Greg, and then our friend Lee, Uh, and we play tabletop uh, role-playing games, stuff like Dungeons and Dragons, but the twist is um, we use random number generators to determine as many details as we can, and then we try to sort of make an interesting story out of randomly determined everything, and it's a fun challenge. Um, I also do Arbitrary Archive with my brother DJ, where we review movies and music and TV Um, once a week it's kind of become less of a review show and more of just like a recommendation show because it's more fun to talk about good things than it is to talk about bad ones Um, and then there's also a newer show that is super fun to do called Got It Memorized where uh, my friend Joe and I uh, are recapping the plot of Kingdom Hearts um, sort of one world at a time uh, in episodes of Kingdom Hearts we're currently in the first game and it's Wild just as the Kingdom Hearts plot is. So um those are the three I think three. Yep, three places where you can find me in the podcast world. And I'm on Twitter at the Travis W. Will is at Washing the Sink.
0: I'm at Dragging a Lake. We were we were gonna do chat questions. Well we'll do we'll do chat stuff during uh during our Leaf Green playthrough, which will be on Twitch. I need a setup for that, so that's like an hour till that stream. I got to set up for that, so we will we will do questions there. But this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast, and we are
2: super,
1: super effective, super
2: Uh, Keep that dog clean in 2017.